0: 22nd of December, 2022, we got a big winter storm coming our way. It's 39 degrees right now. By 1 a.m., it'll be a zero. And we got snow coming all day tomorrow and Saturday. Winter has finally arrived in the Midwest. Hey, thanks for joining us. It's nice and warm here on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. These are your top five headlines for this Thursday. Let's start off with headline number five. Media outlets encourage readers to not have children. Fox News, several media outlets and talking heads have encouraged parents to rethink having children because human beings, even small ones like kids, risk polluting the world and causing global climate destruction. News and op-ed headlines have come out in unabashed support of having few or even zero children over the years. One example is from NBC News, Think in 2017. Science proves kids are bad for the earth. Morality suggests we stop having them. Another headline from The Guardian that year declared that the answer to saving the planet was simple. Want to save the planet? Question mark. Have fewer children. Or as one New York Times writer asked in 2021 to breed or not to breed. Okay, so this is secular humanism. This is the absurdity of ideology. Not having children is not pro-creation. It's pro-abortion. It's pro-non-life. I mean, it's completely opposed to the values that uh, the creator gave us. He gave us the second blessing to multiply. And to subdue the earth. So the fact that the secular media is telling us not to have children just tells us how far left they've gone. How far into the secular realm where they see things as non-spiritual, animal-like, as if we have no value to the creator or to the world. It's just an absurdity and it has no business being taught to the American people or to humanity in general. One of the most beautiful things is to be a parent, to procreate and have children. It allows for us to learn the different realms of love and heart and how we relate to others around us. The experiences that we have in the family give us moral character. How to relate to our siblings gives us the ability to relate to our neighbors and our friends. And the love of our parents gives us the values and the characters that allow for us to love God, the Creator as our parent. So the fact that the media and these secular outfits are telling us that we should have fewer children just don't listen to them. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. That'd be my advice to you. Have as many children as you so desire. Fill the earth. There's plenty of space here. The idea that climate change or is going to affect the earth is just stupid. The earth has been here for billions of years. It'll continue to be here for billions of years. Don't let these secular humanists tell you a big lie. All right, headline number four, home sales declined for a tenth consecutive month. From the Wall Street Journal, U.S. existing home sales slid in November for a tenth straight month, extending a record streak of declines as high mortgage rates and home prices pushed many buyers out of the market. Sales of previously owned homes declined 7.7% in November from the prior month, to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of $4.09 million, the weakest rate since May of 2020. November sales fell 35.4% from a year earlier. The streak of declines is the longest on record in data going back to 1999. From Reuters, the average rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage surged to above 7% a few months ago, the highest since 2002. Though the rate has since retreated to 6.31 last week, it is double what it was that time a year ago. Okay, so these are all signs that the economy is most definitely slowing down. The analysts are telling us there's a 70% chance of a deep recession next year. Big result of this is inflation, the high interest rates. This is what's creating the problems. People are being priced out of the market for homes. Interest rates are much higher than they were a year ago. And I, I was uh, listening today, uh, prices on homes are going up. So homes are increasing in value, yet interest rates are rising, which means you can't buy the same house for the same money because the prices are going up and the interest rates are going up. So you're being priced out of the market. This is just a sign. This is what you get when you have excessive spending, an excessive printing of money. This creates inflationary pressures. Get ready. It's going to be a dark winter. Prepare yourself. Put some savings behind. Get yourself stocked up on goods because next year is going to be, I think, a difficult year for everybody as the economy begins to slow. And we see uh, recession and inflation together, stagflation. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be some pain. That's what we get when a government that likes to tax and spend and also to print. They just passed. They're going to try to pass today a $1.7 trillion budget, this Omnibus. If there's anything that you want to do to try to stop it, call your representatives today. Tell them to vote no on the Omnibus, especially the Republicans. They're the ones that are, that are voting with the Democrats on this boondoggle of a bill. We can't afford it. We're already $31 trillion in debt, and they just want to keep adding more to it. It's just going to add more to the flames and more to a slowing economy. All right, headline number three. Omnibus bill contains hundreds of millions for border security for Middle Eastern countries. From Breitbart, the spending bill includes $410 million for enhanced border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. At least $150 million of the funding is to be used to help Jordan secure its borders. The hundreds of millions of dollars for border security, thousands of miles away from the U.S., comes after Republicans and Democrats negotiate a similar plan in March that saw about $370 million go to border security initiatives in the Middle East and North Africa. World time today. The spending bill provides that $1.5 billion will be allocated for U.S. Customs and Border Protection Border Management requirements but none of the funds allocated in this section may be used to hire or acquire to maintain or enhance border security technology and capabilities, excluding technology and capabilities to enhance border protection processing. Representative Dan Bishop, it expressly prohibits the CBP funding from being used to improve border security. All right, when I hear this kind of stuff, it just really ticks me off. The fact that the Republicans and the Democrats are willing to spend Billions of dollars on other nations' border security, and yet they have no border security here in our southern border. It doesn't make any sense, unless you're an ideologue that has an open border policy that believes that everybody should just come in to our country as if we have unlimited resources and unlimited space to bring in the world. It's impossible. It's impossible to let people come in if the whole world wanted to move here. It, we would we would collapse, and that's exactly what they're doing. Is they have a complete open border policy, and it's bringing in all kinds of problems. We've talked about it at nauseam: fentanyl, the drugs, human trafficking, the cartels, putting people into debt. It's just a complete mess down there. And Kamala Harris hasn't been hasn't visited once, nor Joe Biden. It's because it's intentional. They have no intention of closing the borders. Governor Abbott put the 400. National Guardsmen down there on the border in Texas to try to stop it. But it's got to come from the top. The top's got to figure out, and the Republicans and Democrats got to come up with a comprehensive immigration policy and stop this nutty idea of just opening the borders and letting anybody come in. It just doesn't make any sense. And they start funding other countries' border security, and they lack border security in the U.S. Go figure. All right, headline number two, Pelosi's $1.7 trillion omnibus bill contains billions in wasteful spending. From the Daily Wire, critics are howling at spending perks and rules literally throughout the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill meant to fund the federal government for another fiscal year. The legislation was unveiled in the Senate early Tuesday and boasts $858 billion in defense funding as well as $772.5 billion for non-defense discretionary programs, according to a summary. Time is one of the essence as funding expires Friday at midnight, leaving some lawmakers to grumble while poring over the legislation that is more than 4,000 pages long representative Andy Biggs the Democrats reckless omnibus bill spends your money on a Michelle Obama trail a Ukrainian independence park in DC and a speaker pelosi federal building in San Francisco are you okay with all of this hell no i'm not all for i'm in favor of any of this this is why we're so deep in debt this is why we have problems with our politicians they think that they can just write checks when there are $31 trillion in debt on these boondoggle ideas, these ideas that have no business in the public sector. If you want to build these things, you go build it on your own dime. This is why this this needs to be fixed. This is the battle going on in Congress, this omnibus waiting to the last minute to pass these bills with no thought, no, no discussion, no getting into the details. They, they drop a 4,000-page bill on your desk and give you a couple days to vote up or down on it. It's ridiculous. It's criminal. It's tyrannical. It's totally out of bounds. It needs to be fixed. This is what the MAGA movement's all about. This is what the Freedom Caucus is fighting against. Excess of spending, the uniparty. It's not just a Democrat problem. It's both Republicans and Democrats, and we need to put checks and balances in them. So, Remember that next time you go to vote. Also, get on the phone and call these guys. They're going to pass it today. Call them. Tell them, hell no, don't pass that bill. You got no business spending our money that we don't have. I wish I could go out and spend money when my, my bank uh, account was uh, overdrawn by 10000 or $20,000 and just keep spending. Please, stop it. All right, headline number one. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky visits the White House and addresses Congress. From the Hill, President Biden on Wednesday pledged to stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes during a press conference alongside Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Wall Street Journal, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said his country would never surrender in its fight against Russia and and urged Washington to ramp up military aid in an impassioned speech before Congress that unfolded as the war entered its 10th month. Speaking in a packed House chamber, defiant Mr. Zelensky touted Ukrainian successes on the battlefield and said the West was united in its opposition to Russia's invasion. C-SPAN, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is still alive and kicking. Okay, so there's I have kind of mixed feelings on all of this because, again, we're right back to the same thing. We're willing to spend billions of dollars in the security of a nation that's thousands of miles away, yet we still have an open invasion on our own southern border. So does that make sense to you, the fact that they're funding security in Jordan and the Middle East and Ukraine on billions of dollars, which we don't have, Right. And then on our own southern border, it's wide open. People are coming through the, the doors as if it's, uh, there's, no, there's no, no resistance. They're welcomed, and they're trying to uh, let the uh, Title 42 to expire so that even more huge surges will, will uh, come across the border if that expires. Of course, we understand you know, uh, communist expansionism. We have to stop that. But for God's sake, if you're going to do another country, take care of your own southern border. That's your responsibilities. That's the federal government's responsibility to protect our national security. Everything else you can cut. Protect our national security. Keep our roads operating. Take care of emergency situations. That's really all the federal government needs to do. Leave us alone. Stop taxing. Get rid of the huge bureaucratic state where people just take advantage We'd be a much better place. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday as we approach the weekend and the celebration of Christmas. I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a great rest of your week. God bless you. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.